Welcome to episode 153 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Daft Punk in the Lord's Prayer. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and electronica specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, the other host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hello, Danny. Caleb, we've lost another. We oh, have. hi. Whatever. We've lost another. Yes. Another, another band. They've been around the world around the world they've they've i think of all the other groups out there they've worked harder better faster and stronger yeah i agree and you know tron soundtrack yeah sorry that <laughs> i last don't know one where you kind of going yeah, with that, that was a little weak <laughs> caleb as someone who probably knows more music than i do what we we're our favorite robots are gone and it's a sad day, but have we said Daft Punk yet? I want no. to be clear. Okay, sorry. Realizing <laughs> Daft Punk broke up, or depending well, on the video that you watch, exploded. They um, they're not a thing anymore. I don't think they broke up. I think they're just not making music anymore. The band broke up, but the people are just fine. Yes, it's been a weird week. F- and calling for them a robots. band is weird too. You're right. The group... They're not a band. They're they are they're two friends making music. But the... Group. I feel like that's a good good way to put it. The real thing they made along the uh, way, though? Mm -hmm. Friendship. Yes. No, uh, so, yeah, that's... They've been going ever... uh, Gosh, I think it started like 93 or something like that. And have made it to 2021. And they've been good. Very... Just throughout all the decades, they've put out... Consistent, good music. They have mm-hmm. one of the few albums that I can just play the whole album, and all the tracks are bangers. Yeah, uh, and the and only then, like they scored for uh, they made the score for Tron Legacy, which mm-hmm. the music itself isn't. I mean, the movie itself isn't like the I I like it, but it's not yeah, like the, it's a good movie. It's underrated. I, yeah, I really like it. I think it's, it's underrated really too. good. Hey, but, people, Tron's an under. Rated movie. People focus too much on like the bad CGI on the one guy's face, but like if you're actually like paying attention to the story and like the beats in it, I think it's really good. And like, sure, the yeah. acting isn't great at some points, but I take that back. That's Olivia Wilde and that other guy. Well, I'm not talking about her. I'm I know about... it's probably the other guy whose name I can't recall. Yeah. But who is that? I think that movie is great, and I think that the score they did mm-hmm. honestly like kind of changed the view of like what people thought a movie score should be. Right. And really I think led to a lot of other great movie scores after that that it doesn't have to just be this classical orchestra mm-hmm. all the time that it can be yeah like something unique yeah. and and kind of wild sometimes yeah. and it it was fantastic score yeah. they did. It's so good. Uh they also have the only album like in general so Here's the thing. I don't enjoy concerts. 
Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think album quality is better as far as music goes, and I don't enjoy the experience of being around five thousand other people. Uh, and I'm the most boring person at a concert. Actually, I was at a uh, concert. Gosh, this was like 2015 or something. Um, it was at a small indoor place in a big band, so it was like very packed out. Mm-hmm. And I'm a tall, big guy, and I was on the floor because that was the only space that was available. And I'm like, I should not be here. Um, yeah. And just I, people were trying to like jump, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm fine. Like I kind of whole... agree. I kind of agree. Concerts mm-hmm. are just like unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. But their album, they have an in an album that's their alive. I think it's from gosh, it's like late '90s or something. A live or something. Such a good album from 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 start to finish. It's only one of two albums that are taped alive that I enjoy. The other's embarrassing, and I don't know if I want to say it. What Lord of the Dance? <laughs> the music isn't good if you don't have the foot clicking. Yeah, it's not good. It's a different like. You have to have that sound, or it just doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, I think my favorite album is Random Access Memories. I mean, that's just because mm-hmm. that came out around when I was like actually. Yeah. You know, and it was a, music, but it was a good album despite the fact that they overplayed Get Lucky. Gosh, mm-hmm. they ever played that on the radio? It, it, yeah, that one came close to like, all right, kind of annoyed by. I you. think that one was interesting for me because it was like they actually were like collaborating with people, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. And there's like one where I think it's Giorgio Morodo. I don't know how to say his name, and he's like, uh, it's kind of like some storytelling in it where mm-hmm. he's talking about how he like created like this very specific like synth sound, mm-hmm. and then like the music is just building mm-hmm. um, until he like gets to his to the f- final of his story and then like the song takes off right but it's really good and in one of their songs contact on that album is my running song I listen to it every if, if okay. you see me at the gym running I literally uh-huh. listen to that it's every contact. time okay <laughs> because the first like minute is like this more chill music and it's like astronauts talking and that's like good for like walking on the treadmill at first and like getting, you know, getting a bit warmed up. Right. And then it takes off and you're like freaking sprint time, you know. But, okay, I'll have to try that. But overall, yeah, I think I enjoy Daft Punk, and I've told many people who know my love for Daft Punk this, but I enjoy them because of their love for just the music yeah. and not the fame yeah. or any of that stuff that they go along with like these robot identities. So no one knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know who they are, but like nobody really, the we general audience like, doesn't know who they are. Though, the, uh, the name that you brought up earlier. Yeah. No one knows who that exactly. is. That's yeah. one of the members of Daft Punk that I just learned today while reading Wikipedia over your shoulder. Yeah. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> I don't know anything about them or their criminal stances on anything or their politics. Right. Or or all that. And, and that makes great. them better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like it's great. Gosh, I can't I don't want to get into other things, but can like companies and stuff just understand that if you're brand doesn't need to make a statement on that thing you don't have to make a statement on that thing yeah like and I, why why does my why why do chicken i don't i'm trying not to bring up anything controversial <laughs> and i don't have one yeah it's the, a dangerous the, realm to tread in 
the official stance, and I can say this as a person who worked at Chick-fil-A, their mm-hmm. official stance on homosexuality is, we make chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. That's the official Chick-fil-A stance is, we make chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. This is a chicken restaurant. So, and I just I I appreciate that Daft Punk never thought they had to prove themselves. I guess is is that even the right. best term? Or kind of go like it's important for us to alienate half our audience by yeah making some kind of polarizing statement unconnected to the thing that all of us are doing. And I think it's it's just great. Like I said, that they want to just make music as friends and not mm-hmm. have to have this whole um, press thing around them and have to have you know make sure that their instagrams and stuff are on point right like because their Gosh, life they have an instagram they can walk down the street now and have a normal life but also be daft punk they could do it before too and that's the cool that's, part yeah yeah that's what's crazy i mean and originally i was watching a documentary on this since they mm-hmm. broke up because mm-hmm. but like they they were originally um didn't have their masks or anything mm-hmm. um it and it was like just the two guys but then it was funny they had like this this fake article mm-hmm. that there was like um there was an accident in the recording studio and like it exploded in both of their faces or something and they both had to be saved by be turn- turning them into robots and gosh what if that's true though like what if that <laughs> their faces are just like their faces are just really messed up. messed up what if that's true no i've seen like photos of them online and stuff okay. them walking down the street um uh their previous instagram post was 170 weeks ago so yeah. who cares gosh i love these guys the yeah. more i learn about them <laughs> yeah. and there's not really much to learn other than they just don't care and i and really yeah. appreciate that and they're yeah. one of the most popular groups yeah. out there like that's what's so cool is they just don't even try they just make good music that they enjoy Mm -hmm. and honestly don't care what people think about right and that's another thing is they formed off of like i'm just gonna deep dive i know we're still in banter but oh let's go they formed daft punk off of a like their original band that they had i think it was just like four people Mm -hmm. or maybe three people even um whereas the two of them and then they did a cover on beach one of beach boys songs um called Darlin and that was the name of their band because it was like an inspiration of Beach Boys and they had they got a review in um in like some some paper and they called it Daft Punk Trash it was like the review of their song um and that's how they they so they eventually split up that band and then the two of them made Daft Punk I've never heard this. So like since the beginning they've had I this will like listen to it later. This this kind of philosophy of just like I don't care. Right. I just want to make music. Right. <laughs> I I've stated before, I'll say it again, there is under real authentic strength, there is an apathy that comes by that. Because a strong person doesn't have to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just strong and they know they're strong. You know, Jesus did this all the time. Jesus didn't have to prove himself. He's like Nah, I'm pretty sure I can win. I mean, if I, in 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 elementary school, as a children's pastor, if a third grader challenges me to a fight, I don't have to prove myself. I right. know I can 
a win. And if I actually come at him like, oh, no one's going to challenge my authority, and then I'm beating up a third grader, then like that just makes that just means I'm not that strong to begin with because mm-hmm. I have to beat up a third grader. So right. I appreciate the apathy that comes by strength. Yeah. Gosh, I just I, I appreciate them just because it's not about their own identity. It's about the thing greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, they're yeah, I and like go. that's what's cool is they, uh, like, and why I have no doubt that they like, I really don't have any, I don't think they like split up due to like some wrong, that like something went wrong right. with their relationship because right. it was never about like money or any of that right. stuff to begin with. Although they have plenty, yeah, they yes for sure, yeah. and that's what's cool is from the beginning. Like, they are one of the few music groups out there that just got to make music for fun mm-hmm. and still be themselves in their own life day mm-hmm. to day. Yeah. Like, that's what's yeah. crazy cool about it. Well, and, and they actually paved a path to that kind of strange electronica, um, gosh, even uh, dubstep. They kind of paved a path for dubstep and all, mm-hmm. all, all, all those bands doing these strange things. I mean, Dead Mouse. Uh, Marshmallow, all them being able to go out on stage and not actually have a face. Now, mm-hmm. granted, Dead Mouse does it because he's terrified. I mean, he's he's terrified of his, of being public. So he's like, I get scared and I make scared faces a lot. So I found if I put the Dead Mouse thing on my head, it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mad respect. As a pastor, I can't do that. But like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy, right? That would be the opposite effect of everything they're going for. But if I just like got up to preach one day and just came out in like a Martin Luther helmet or something, that would be the stupidest thing in the world. Gosh, if you're at a church and your pastor does that, it's okay to get up and leave. Yeah. I would say so. Well, because that's, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, it's just different. That's making a spectacle instead of trying to be anonymous. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there there's a big kind of issue in, in Christianity of trying to turn things into this spectacle instead of true authentic faith. Right. Uh, and, and that's kind of our big topic today, just to yeah. also to honor Daft Punk, because mm-hmm. what a great, solid band. Yeah. Um, I wonder if anyone's Googled it to the point that it's come up. Hold on. We will find out alive. We'll do the common thing Christians Google is Daft Punk Christian. (laughs) Daft Punk style Christian music. Okay. Reddit. No. No, definitely not. Okay. Daft Punk worship. Did I just. From worship trance to Daft Punk. This is a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. But um, there is a fair amount of Christianity that I think has turned into kind of a spectacle a bit of trying to to put on a performance in order to 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 demonstrate the amount that I am holy instead of actual authentic faith. And Mm -hmm. I think um, the Sermon on the Mount really digs into that, especially in 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 the idea of prayer. Yeah. Um, The way we pray, the way we do these things can, can. very easy to become a spectacle instead of being authentic faith. And so we're kind of going to, kind of going to, sorry. We're going to jump into the Sermon on the Mount in chapter number six of Matthew 5 through 15. Yes. Caleb, do you want to give us a uh, Do you want me to read, read all of this? Yeah, let's go okay. for it, baby. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners. 
that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Okay, so first of all, mm-hmm. how hard was it to say the Lord's Prayer not in King James? <laughs> yeah, it's really... Woo! I, I'm, I made to a, hold your tongue back. I made a statement at a church that if, if I'm actually trying to trying to shake things up, then I need to print the Lord's Prayer in NIV, ESV, any of that, and just watch people's heads explode because they don't actually know how to do it, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of comical. But but that does kind of get in into this idea of making a thing a spectacle. So, Caleb, what does it mean to make our faith a spectacle, I guess? I mean... I think it says it right here at the, you know, in the beginning where he's talking about do not be like the hypocrites, and he's talking about what I would imagine being the Pharisees and how they pray in the synagogues. I mean, and not just Pharisees, but this can apply to everyone back mm-hmm. then. But like, he was definitely taking a jab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to let off the hook. Yeah, but I mean that they pray and they have this you know it's this undeniable like they think they're better than other people for Mm -hmm. their holiness right that they have committed their lives to the torah and that you know they they want it to be seen by everyone right and and that's not great obviously like he says and i think that you know in our day and age this this has become like a common thing in church that's almost Mm -hmm. hard to catch because it's hard to see people's intentions, but yeah, I think that prayer yeah. can be this thing that, like, to the point I've seen it with my like, um, I lead a middle school mm-hmm. boys group, and there's a couple of them that like are like, kind of like scared to pray out mm-hmm. group because I think because of this because mm-hmm. they see these people who are and also down here where it talks about like um, these people who think they will be heard for their many words. Mm-hmm. Um, that they talk and they have this very eloquent prayer mm-hmm. and that it sounds really good. But, right. and, and it's not to say that that can't be right, really right. good. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I was actually going to say like, I, you know, for that, I don't actually think it's because they're, they're, they're trying to not be that guy, but because those spiritual giants, even if they're spiritual giants, they, they, they there is a rhythm, I guess, to their prayer mm-hmm. that does come off as spiritual. Right. But the difference is they're not praying in that m- a manner to call attention to themselves. They're praying because that's how they pray. Right. And if I've never prayed, especially in a group, um, I, I, people learn by copying, but if they're not able to copy that, then it just comes off as a spectacle. I, I think because prayer is an outpouring of the, of, of, of our 
I mean, it's of the heart. Mm -hmm. It is an outpouring of the heart that if I'm trying to copy it, it's not actual and outpouring, and then it becomes a spectacle. And that's that's why I feel like that it's kind of hard for, Mm -hmm. you know, these people who don't like praying in public to pray. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was more what I see in them is like this this almost um, like thinking that it's about the words, if that makes sense. Right. And I don't care if if someone prays in group and it's like, uh, thank you, God. Um, we love you. You know, like, yeah. And out, right. you know, like, because right. it's really it's not about the the words or, or, you know, mm-hmm. like the the Pharisees do, like bringing right. the attention to yourself, right? In these lofty lofty speech and yeah, you know, I actually I had that happen. Gosh, I don't know where I was but this guy was asked to pray and just everything about him changed in that moment he 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 changed to king james um i mean it wasn't the lord's prayer either mm-hmm. it it was just like everything changed it's like hey guys how you doing da, 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 da. hey hey can you go and pray absolutely i'll go and pray our holiest heavenly father thou art grand i'm <laughs> no. like what the fart are you stop it what are you stop it like what are you doing <laughs> No one buys that. We don't. I saw you smoking outside. You know, like you, you just start like kind of bringing up the stuff and all that. But it's like, what, what exactly happened there? I think that mm-hmm. is is this idea of I need to give off the image of being spiritual right. instead of give off the or or actually pour out of the heart of mm-hmm. prayer. Right, and, and I think that's the mm-hmm. it's split into two two different things because it. I think it can be both, mm-hmm. and it also can be separate things. Like, I think he intentionally brought it up as two separate people mm-hmm. because of the way, like he's talking about the Pharisees and the people who think that they're holier than thou, and then there's right. people, the Gentiles, whose prayer, basically, what it sounds like you're saying, it just isn't genuine. Well, and it, well, it's not, it's not that it's that there's no s- substance to it. Right, it'd be the equivalent of a person going like, "In Father, just." Pour out the rainbows of mercy upon those in which are needed upon this day. Like you didn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> yeah. You said you said right. nothing but spiritual buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you said in common tongue, and then and then I'm okay progressing. But I mean, that's kind of the empty kind of the phrases they're they're talking about. They they think that they have to back it up by number of words instead of quality of them. Right. And they'll just throw in the like, Lord, we pray for the, the intercessory, uh, obligatory, a nation wide circumstantial occurrences of this world. Like what mm-hmm. is going on? Can someone shut Timmy up? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the common thread in both of these mm-hmm. is like your intentions are what mm-hmm. matter. Um, in this, in that, like, right, that ultimately, if my intentions are just to show off that my prayer is mm-hmm. hollow, it is nothing, you know. Like, yeah, and and I think it's part of the comparison that they're drawing in this by telling people like, go into your prayer closet, go into the closet mm-hmm. and pray. Um, and I, I've actually I've heard of people talk about their prayer closet. I'm like, no, that that's not a thing. Like it's, I get the thing that you mean, and it's good heart. So like you know, you could be doing a lot worse, whatever. But they're talking about <laughs> yeah. like go into the closet where no one sees you. Do you know how many yeah. people have been in my closet? One, 
me. Like no one goes into my closet. I come over to your house. I don't go in the closet unless I'm trying to jump out and scare you. And I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, I know it's, it's a private place that nobody else is there. Right. And if the way I pray changes because nobody's actually staring at me, then there's a problem of the heart there. It's, I and mean, I yeah, think, mm-hmm. I, I think especially in, in that day and age where like people can just look into your windows and stuff. I think that mm-hmm. was, more like geared right. towards literally your closet right. no one will see you right um go where they can't see you and then pray see what happens then yeah yeah and but but i mean to to be honest people have also taken that as a statement of never pray in public and i don't think this is true either based on the amount of times jesus prayed in public being more mm-hmm. than one yeah uh like so <laughs> It's either okay to pray in public or Jesus committed a sin. And frankly, I'm not too comfortable with the second one. So I'm going to say it's okay to pray in public. And I think this is, um, you know, kind of the not down part, but um, danger of streaming church and all this and podcasting church and all that is that it does create this thought of the thing I'm going to pray and be recorded as is going to be available to other people to see Mm -hmm. and the danger in that and it's not a bad thing but there is a a a cautionary to it is even in that and knowing that you know to these bigger pastors you know like thirty thousand people are going to hear their prayer that you're still praying to an audience of one Mm -hmm. i'm not praying in order to be watched by the 30,000 people I'm praying in order to to be honest I'm praying with them in order to bring them to God together right. yeah as a pouring out of us in a coming together to praise God right and I think that's been been I mean that is a danger of our modern day of streaming services and all that but um, it is a thing a pastor can keep under check and actually maintain in order that God is glorified through prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been studying prayer a bit for the past couple of days Yeah, just because I'm teaching the spiritual disciplines class, which is going super great, by the way, and I'm thrilled about Good. it. But um, prayer, it was, uh, it, it, it was kind of a thing that I understood prayer and couldn't describe it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a person asked, what is prayer? I was like, it's uh, it's when you uh, the thing, um, and I needed <laughs> you know. to take the thoughts I had, and I don't think it's because I didn't know. I think it was just because I've never had to put them in concrete, usable terms. Right. But prayer, um, the biggest thing I understood doing uh, word studies and all that because I'm a huge nerd. I did word studies on prayer. Prayer is about bringing the core of my being passions all that and bringing it to a person that is essentially a god or a king and that they are a ruler because if i'm i don't i love you i don't bring i don't pray to you because well first you can't hear me and two you can't do anything about it like It's like, hey, Caleb, my heart's hurting. You can't be like, I got you, homie. <laughs> um, in prayer, and this goes yeah. even past Christianity, as people are praying, they're praying to a god or a, a 
ruler that is able to do things. Um, and the more I thought about that, the mm-hmm. more I was struck by the opening part of the Lord's Prayer. Right. That because it is important, the the kind of sovereignty of God, the that Christ is on the throne, that all these things are huge, important to prayer. And the first two things it states in prayer is our Father. Right. And that, that juxtaposition of Jesus teaching them how to pray, them understanding that this is a king they, they are praying to and changing it to say mm-hmm. our Father right. is huge to me. That's a huge understanding yeah. of of kind of both and yeah i think that yeah where it it brings us super um i mean it shows perfectly that god is a personal god Mm -hmm. and that he the the father our relationship with our fathers is not this this very uh like i mean for some people but like the way it's designed to be our relationship with our father just our earthly fathers i'm talking about Mm -hmm. is like is not just some like Oh, it's this person I see occasionally. No, it's just like you have a deep connection with them. Right. And and right. It, it's not this this thing where they're even just your friend mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like it is a very personal mm-hmm. relationship. And I think that that's cool that like we get to see God as our father. Right. Not only that we get to, but like he invites us. I mean, mm-hmm. this is Jesus saying this yeah. and that that like he is our father. Yeah. And I think it goes back to having childlike faith too, that like there's a common, you know, view in in the Bible of just mm-hmm. like or a concept that like we are children and mm-hmm. and that we get to look up to our father and come to him with mm-hmm. our needs. Yeah. It, and I th- I think uh, to kind of go back to the first part of a bit about this making a spectacle of our spirituality Mm -hmm. um the the rebuke that jesus is giving them is that they stopped understanding that god is king Mm -hmm. uh and and even all throughout every other part of of the uh lord's prayers it's called it's it's about god's kingship um you know even that god's name is 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 hallowed and mm-hmm. um, praying that God's kingdom come and that God is able to give bread and that God is able to f- f- forgive things and is able to not even bring us into temptation but bring us out of evil. Right. These are all things connected to God's kingness and 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 to take them and to make them about us is to spit right. in the face of the king. Yeah. And you don't do that to kings. Right. Like you don't spit in the face of the king yeah. because they're able to do things that we are unable to do. They are able to to end a person and in God's case to throw them in hell for all eternity. And so the brazenness of trying to take a a gift that we've been given and twist it in a manner that makes it not about us approaching God and pouring out all that we have and knowing that we'll be okay, but to take it and turn it into a spiritual competition that is about us is just wrong. And I think more of us do that than we probably think that we do. And yeah, I think for sure. And mm-hmm. I think it's one of, it's very easy to slip into. I really, I really do. I think that like our natural position mm-hmm. 
um, or at least mine is, is just to think about myself and what I want yeah. and and about what people think of me, like all of the above. You know, mm-hmm. that I think that we are very naturally centered around ourself mm-hmm. and for us to give that up and to say, no, like he's my king. Right. Um, is Is going against our flesh. Right. So I think that like this is... This is something where I would love to say that, like, when he's right. talking about these people right. praying in the synagogues and, and the Gentiles right. with their empty phrases, I'd love to say that, oh, and that's not right. me. You know, because but it is. we've all been called on in some fashion. Can you open or close in prayer and thought in our head, all right, I better make this good. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I think that that's, I mean, even, like, not even that, but even just in my personal prayer time with God, I mm-hmm. fall into that. Yeah. Which is crazy, but right. it's just true that I, that I feel like I have to, I have to say everything properly in order that God will hear me, mm-hmm. um, and and that, yeah, I mean it's just it's mm-hmm. really backwards and messed up. Yeah. But I think that like the the uh, the establishment of God's kingship, mm-hmm. you know, putting that in place, and then the first thing the king tells us is, "Call me." dad right i think that's the the kind of the shocking change that jesus was kind of going for in starting off by our father mm-hmm. um i mean that it's because that's a real twist yeah of like okay knowing that he is king call him dad yeah um that's a and i think that like as much as people I can't get used kind to of, that part yeah kind of like I, I like sure father I mean, mm-hmm. that is has this impact but I think for like at least like American people I don't know what mm-hmm. other uh, people call their father but like mm-hmm. yeah like saying the word dad right like automatically makes it like this more like personal thing right like that would be I mean we're not right. gonna go as far as daddy god but no we won't <laughs> we won't go there in fact I thought about saying it and said well we ain't saying that garbage <laughs> Call him daddy. No. <laughs> Gosh, don't. <laughs> no. Just reading that with uh-huh. the word daddy right there instead really makes I'm me... I'm not going to say yeah, it because I, I feel like it's it sacrilege to yeah. even say it. Um, <sighs> but I think like that genuinely, yeah, it changes things. Mm-hmm. And it should. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. goal of, him, of Jesus saying that. Right. And so I think that, yeah, it's crazy that... Mm. You know, we get to to come to, and we were talking about this earlier that it doesn't have to be this perfect speech, you know. Right. And and I think that that's like, I mean, we touched on it earlier, where it's like it doesn't have to be this perfect, well thought out thing. And sometimes, like, we literally can't put into words, like you were saying earlier, we can't put right. into words what so, we were praying. Yeah. So in you make me pull up different notes. Uh, in <laughs> Romans eight twenty six through twenty seven it tells us this that the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes f- for us with groanings too deep f- for words. Right, and, and He who s- searches hearts knows. What is the mind of the Spirit? Because the Spirit intercedes f- for the saints according to the w- 
a will of God. Right. And I, I, I was thinking through this, and this might be a little too heady, and I apologize for this, but as I was thinking through this a few years ago, the conclusion I got to is that the goal of prayer is a Trinitarian expression of the love of God mm-hmm. that in my weakness, I cry out to God and, and God through the groanings of the whole, of the spirit that is in us, um, cries out through Jesus Christ, our, our inner successor to the father mm-hmm. and in the unity of their perfect love with each other there 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 is 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 the the complete expression of the trinity of god working on our behalf and to his glory right and i think there's a beauty in 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 this idea of prayer being based in the trinitarian expression of god's a unity grace and love mm-hmm. which is a really difficult thing to think of but i mean yeah. it's it's at times there just is that groaning that that's all there is to it that there isn't anything other than this deep groaning of dissatisfaction of of words don't do the trick right there it, there needs to be another thing other than words. Yeah. And I think it's crazy that like, that we even like, not only do we get to pray to God, Mm -hmm. but we have the Holy spirit to, to translate, Mm -hmm. you know, what we want and what we are asking from God or what we're worshiping even to like glorify God with our words. Um, I think it goes either way. And like, that's, what's insane and I, I know we've both felt this that like there there is genuine times where you're like I I don't even know what to say right but like you know like God you know right you know and I think that's as simple as it is is I think that's literally what Paul is talking about right where it's just we don't know what to say but this peace comes over us and right. we know right that God knows if if prayer is the pouring out of the heart. Mm-hmm. then the heart at times just won't have the words. I mean, it's not a common because I do think there is something to be said about a disciplined prayer uh, that the, a prayer time, you know, all that I think is very right. important, but the, there have been other times of prayer that I, I, I had to just come to God and say, I don't know. Um, I mean, these are times I've, I've, I've been broken, confused, hurt, and all these things of the heart that because I'm just pouring out all of that, I just had to be like, I don't know, and everything hurts, and mm-hmm. I don't know. And it was this time of crying and weeping, but I knew this, it was the best I could do to just cry out to God in this a moment and that God heard my prayers, even though the prayers didn't, and to be honest, go go any uh any f- farther behind like <gasps> you know right like that's just all i had it was this internal pain of me just bringing it to god and, and knowing that things are going to be all right yeah yeah i think that that yeah like you said i mean it's all we have sometimes mm-hmm. and, and that's what's so cool is that the spirit um 
intercedes for us. Right. And that God knows what is wrong. He right. knows, you know, what we need. And that's what a loving father would do. Mm-hmm. And that oftentimes, like, I mean, you don't, I feel like as a father, you probably wouldn't have to look at your kid who's crying to know what, you mm-hmm. know, you know, they right. need. Oftentimes it's pretty obvious right. because you know them and. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on the age. If you're like a teenager, I feel like right. things probably get more difficult. But, right. um, but I think that, you know, I that also like another big misconception that I've seen in in the church is that like that God or prayer is almost like this phone that we pick up mm-hmm. and you're like, hey God, blah blah blah. All right, put right. it down. Gosh, I I can't. And and I used to think that way myself. Do you get it when a pony? <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and I'm de- sorry yeah. to mock that so mercilessly. But it's definitely but like, it's something that I think you grow out of eventually. In that it is a very childish way, view of prayer. I mean, I hope, not to say I hope you do grow out of it. Um, no, it's childish. Not to say that like if you view that as an adult, like that there's some. I mean, I think I hope that you know there's something more than that. Um, and that's something that mm-hmm. I've been learning more and more over the years. Is right. The true like what it actually looks like to pray continually. Right. Is that it's not this this pick up the phone, hey, put it down. Right. That God is always with you. Mm-hmm. And and I think the best way to explain like my view of it is that like it's almost like I have my friends in the room with me at all times. Mm-hmm. And just like if you're hanging out with your friends, um, you know, you might not be talking all the time, but then you're going to mm-hmm be like oh and blah 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 blah. like it's this continual thing throughout mm-hmm. the day that it's never it's just a subtle view change of that god is always with me like it's a true understanding of that and if god is always with me then i can talk to him whenever i want right and i think that that you well, tr- first have to understand like god's presence is always with you you know well and it stems out of thinking that prayer is about trying to get something out of god you know that turns prayer into just this you know i get three wishes a day uh is is how people tend to treat prayer as just god is a genie if i ask to have these things and put in the name of jesus in the end Mm -hmm. then i'm going to get that thing and to be honest that all that is is a uh violation of the ten commandments don't use the lord's name in vain um because the idea of praying in the name of jesus is isn't that I just slap this on the end as if it's an incantation that right. uh, magically makes yeah. it happen, but that I'm praying things in the nature of Christ is kind mm-hmm. of a better way of thinking about it, that I'm praying a thing Jesus would pray himself. And I only do that by knowing the mind of Christ. I can't do that. You know, I'm if if I ask, hey God, give me a Corvette. Even if I claim in the name of Jesus in the end, I'm still praying in the name of Danny Burton. Mm-hmm. Oh, not even. I don't want a Corvette, but that's <laughs> not important. Um, if I'm if I'm praying those things, God, give me a pony in Jesus' name. I'm still not doing it in the name of Jesus. I'm doing it in my name because it's mm-hmm. just the things I want. Prayer isn't about trying to make God do the thing I want him to do. Prayer, to be honest, is about us becoming more and more closer to him by pouring out the depths of our heart to him. Right. 
And if I'm doing that, then the things I ask and the things I, 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 I bring to the attention of God or I call out to the attention of God isn't a, a, a God, I need you to do this. It's mm-hmm. a God, the I am pained by the things that pain you and I know only you can save it. Right. And, 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 and that's the heart of prayer. And it's this, uh, I mean, the, the idea of, of, of keeping a friend close by, I think is good, but there is that balance of needing to hold King and dad in the same hand, Mm -hmm. um, that you have to approach God understanding that it is both King and dad Right, and both are important because they are both the nature of God. And I think that as you get to know God more and more and more, that becomes easier. Because ultimately, mm-hmm. in order to have a right view of prayer, you need to have a right view of God. Right, and you can't have a right view of God if you don't know Him. And right. that's where, like you said, all these things play into each other. Yep, and balance out that, like it all stems back to spending time in the Word, mm-hmm. because that's literally God speaking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I'm yeah, literally. Uh, and also yeah. praying and, and being in community, right. um, like all of those things are important and play into mm-hmm. each other. And the fact that the more mm-hmm. I have a right view of God, like viewing him as a friend, you know, like for me mm-hmm. is not, you know, like my friend, it's not a person I'm just going to like make jokes to and like. And, and not to say that like I, mean, I think that's God okay. isn't that yeah, yeah exactly it's not to say like, God wouldn't wouldn't be okay I don't know I just, just slapped me that for was no a reason. slap of approval sorry all right <laughs> sorry you're making a good point too I apologize um yeah it's not to say that like God wouldn't be okay with that but it's right. it's coming with like a mindset of you know who he is right. when you talk to him it's not just the, some random person you're yeah. talking to yeah don't abuse the reverence of God and in, in, yeah. in the kingness of God, because that was the problem of, of, uh, kind of the first part prior to the Lord's prayer is that they stopped understanding the kingness of God. Mm-hmm. Kingness isn't a word, but we're going for it. Um, they, they, they turned it into a glib. It's almost as if it's a person who's taking advantage of their father. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment that we drop God as yeah. king and, and just as push over dad, um, then that's the place we get to that this is about us. Right. And that's, yeah, I mean, we always need a reminder. And I think the, God like, is always happy to remind us. Yeah, God is always uh-huh. happy to remind us. Yeah. Like, like of how, father's authority. <laughs> of how big he is. And I right. think the more you view him as a personal mm-hmm. God and as your friend and father and right. dad, the crazier it is to believe that like when I like the thing that always gets me is when I look at the trees mm-hmm. outside and I see them like blowing in the wind mm-hmm. and I know that like deep down every every molecule every right. atom in there is being held together right. by God that this whole galaxy that's out there is created by my father like then it puts things mm-hmm. in perspective that yeah. like I am nothing and he is everything yeah but also, it like genuinely makes me want to like cry, right? That like he would want to have a personal relationship, right, with me, right? The 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 f- 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 fatherhood of God is made m- 
more special by understanding the rightful place of kingship. Yes. Right. Of of I could just end you and be fine. You know, <laughs> like that that's do you understand the thing that you've earned is death and these hands able to deliver. Um yeah. that I adopt you as my own. Mm-hmm. You have to view that on the foundation of the kingship of God. Yes. To make the fatherhood that much sweeter. And that's what makes me want to just like mm-hmm. drop everything and I mean, like was, run after him. Yeah. I mean, is is that I mean, fact that was there? the the uh, the Job problem too of of just like Job got bad advice from his friends, got a little too like, you know, I'm gonna give God a piece of my mind, and I just appreciate how God's always <laughs> like, sure, go ahead, bubs, what's up, uh, and just like, hey, yeah. hey, before before you say anything, Job, let's go on a little cosmic tour of of things that your brain can't comprehend. Right, I will show you the beginning of creation of spiritual beings, and then ask, where were you when all this was happening, Job? And that is one of my favorite things God has ever done. Is like, yeah, yeah, this you're gonna call it. A, you're gonna call it a spiritual creature. You have no idea wh- what it is, and you're unable to describe it. Right. Uh, I made that, and that mm-hmm. wasn't even creative for me. Like, so please tell me, where were you when the universe was created? Because. I was right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in Job, to understand the grace and glory of God, had to understand the kingship of God first. And <laughs> it is crazy. Uh-huh. I'm about to go on like a like a spiritual weed thought, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> of like mm-hmm. that God. We have we have this notion not mm-hmm. notion I don't even know I'm just making up words now I'm mm-hmm. not making, it's not a word I made up but like A we have this understanding that we've seen everything that in our mm-hmm. realm I guess right. you could say is created right and and that God created us like it is creation right. is this thing that we think about and then you think about God who is there at the foundations of the earth mm-hmm. and then who is there before that and basically God is mm-hmm. existence. He right. is right. what world or right. universe we live in. Like he is right. everything that exists. Like that is him. Right. That he has been there for all of eternity because <clears throat> it is him. Which is right. just like you can't even comprehend, right. eh? Like it right. just hurts my brain just I, saying that. I was loud. here. Yeah. <laughs> um and like all of that, like you're saying, all of that. Mm-hmm. And he chose you in this time to say hey i love you and i want to make right. you more like me and and i know that you're gonna mess up right but there's grace right like the fact that not only he loves us but when we mess up there's mm-hmm. grace to fill yeah. that like i yeah like i can't even comprehend it i genuinely can't right and then the 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 basis then of uh, of prayer is that fact that mm-hmm. we pray to pour out our 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 core our our heart to God in order that we could become closer to Him, right? Um, and become more like Him. And I I think that's the kind of core understanding of this is not that I'm trying to get stuff out of God because then I stopped 
treating God as king, but that I get to stand in the presence of God. And um, I get to, I, gosh, I think the there's there's a difference of a thing being a spectacle and a thing being very open. You know, our our faith isn't private. It's very it, it's a public faith. That's the right. idea of baptism is I'm not I'm not bowing out of trying to communicate anything about God. I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually being public about my faith. Right. But um it's it's personal, but it's not private. And being able to pray in front of people, I do think is important. And to pray with others and to not turn it into a spectacle is actually very, very important uh, skill. But it all stems in our proper understanding that God is king. And it's about God more than it's about my ability to appear competent. Yeah. And and I think it's... Uh, going back to what you said earlier, it's hard to balance because one view of God is mm-hmm. like him viewed as a king and him viewed as your friend and, right. and father. Like they can be, they need to be balanced right. well in one view. Either one. Hold them together. Either one you have is, to hold them together. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because if you view him as just as king, who's mm-hmm. not personal, then you're not going to have a right view of him. That and he's him. a tyrant who'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. Like, and. That's just right. sad and not true. And then, like, the other view of, like, oh, yeah, and it's just my friend. I'm chilling with Jesus. Right. You know, like, he's a pushover who can be usurped. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, give me my uh, my car and my, you know, right. all this stuff. Like, right. you know, there's, we have to, like you said, like, holding them in one hand. It's, mm-hmm. And it's not easy to do, but going back to what I said earlier, like, it all feeds into each other that you need to be growing in your relationship mm-hmm. with God through all every aspect not just prayer absolutely um and yeah absolutely well we want uh, your thoughts on prayer and whether you find it easy to pray difficult to pray or the struggles or tips that you've had in learning to pray and there's a few different places that you're able to tell us uh, about how all that's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb, where can they reach us? You can go to thegospeloutpost.com slash special, and there will be a little page there where you can find a forum to ask us questions or even say hello. Um, we love hearing from you guys and hearing what God is uh, speaking to you in your life on these subjects and just in general. Um, and also you can find us on uh Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcasts, and you can follow us there, and that will keep you up to date mm-hmm. on when we post our podcasts on mm-hmm. podcast platforms and YouTube. And you can comment and DM us there, mm-hmm. and we'll get your questions, your yeah, your you know hellos there yeah. as well. And okay. uh, Caleb and I enjoy getting the questions, even if yes. it's just to say hi. That makes our day. We actually text each other all giddy about it for the whole day when it happens. Gosh, I wish I were kidding. Yeah. It's very. I really do. Oh, we. Ooh, like I don't. That's how Caleb does it. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm thanks. Sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Also, YouTube. Yeah. You can watch we're our faces the there. Um, if you you're see Caleb more slapped me earlier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's just a. It's just a short. Did stuff. it again. <laughs> I'm a sensitive boy. Um, but you can subscribe if you want to there and comment. That's another way to reach out to us. Um. Yeah, we genuinely love hearing from you guys mm-hmm. and hearing what God is yeah. speaking 
to you. Absolutely. Well, Caleb, I think that is going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special.